0: So thanks for joining everyone. I'm Theo, I'm a digital marketing consultant. So I do website design, so for WordPress, or SEO, or all other digital marketing. And over lockdown, we're offering one free hour per week just to go, it's like a marketing clinic, to look at anything you can do to improve your business, or anything you'd like to try in the future. Um, this session's looking at uh, SEO, it's part two. So last, uh, last month, we looked at the basics of on-page SEO. And now this is the next kind of level up in looking at keywords and keyword research. Um, so the plan was just to quickly show you what what happened last, uh, last month, and then go straight into keywords. I'm just gonna sh- uh, share my screen with you. Two seconds. So you can get this by going to my site forward slash news, and it's just uh, basic on-page SEO, how to optimize images, looking at page speed and internal and external links. So this, these are like the foundations of SEO for a new website. Um, we turn that into the highlights video, a podcast if you don't want to actually watch the video, and then the, the presentation going step by step for everything you'll need to do. So it's more like a kind of a workbook. And then once you've got all of that done, you then look to do your keyword research. And that's where we are today. So I'm just gonna stick this on To be honest, I mean, keyword research, it sounds complicated and there's a few um, initial aspects you have to get over, but once you get the basics, it's quite simple to then use on other sites. So you do it once, you pick out the keywords for your homepage, once you've got those, you can then branch out and uh, fill out the rest of your site and do it for customers. So, let get this just loading. So really what are keywords so keywords is simply a search term that we use on Google. So if you go into Google and you type in, I don't know how to fix my computer or how to do digital marketing, they're actually either a keyword or a key phrase. Um, and then Google would scrape all, all the websites in the world, find all the cases of that word and then rank those websites. So my site's got digital marketing it would rank me according to how accurate it is, how detailed it is. And it would get, uh, basically tell users about my website. Um, there's a lot of other aspects that come into it, which we covered obviously in the last, the last week. And there's also another event coming up in one month to go through the advanced features. Um, keyword research is basically finding out how important the words are and which ones you should include in your website. So. Marketing sounds great, but there's probably hundreds of other ones I could also include. Um, and then you've got to weigh up um the tools that you can use to find that. Some of them charge, some of them don't. So we'll be looking at Google Keyword Planner, Google Trends, and um, my favourite Neil Patel. So in summary, a keyword is just the words on your site that drive people to go to your site. Um, for example, yeah, for example, my marketing guides, the keywords are digital marketing training for small business in London. Um, I looked at what people like yourselves were asking and it was kind of, how do I get to page one on Google? What does SEO mean? Uh, which website builder should I use WordPress versus Wix, how to find new business on LinkedIn. So I then take those words, add them to my site and create content around them. The biggest part of SEO is creating content. Unfortunately, we all have to do blogs. We, we all to get free traffic. We all have to create content. But the keyword planner is basically going to make it effective and know and tell you what words to include. Um, one very important tip is every page should have unique keywords. So each page on your site should be kind of unique. in, in so each of my guides has one focus keyword. But a long tail keyword is where you're actually going to get some some results from it. So, you have kind of head keywords, which are like technology, car, mobile, very generic, uh, could mean ambiguous kind of terms. But you're never going to rank for uh, mobile phone. You have to be very specific and use a term that people are searching for, something that's relevant for your business. So, for me, I'm an Elementor Pro website designer based in Ealing. So, you can see the software that I use the service that I provide and the location all inside that one key phrase. So it's really about drilling down and find, finding out what your values are, what, what you really offer. So if you're a virtual assistant, do you focus on the finance sector, the health sector, or if you're a photographer, you do engagements or allotments, really think about the, the true meaning while you're in business and what you offer. And to be honest, you you can't compete with like Apple and all the big companies. So you need to be specific in order to be seen. Um, If you're, I was working on a um, consumer product for headphones and you really have to be know your niche and uh, use these long tail keywords. So it it looks complicated, but basically you want to be in this bottom 70% of things that have a low number of searches, but have less competition. Um, So for example, if you're a content writer, you might write for uh, software as a service based in London and you'd have less searches for that than just content writer. And that's the importance of a long tail keyword. Uh, pe- when people look at their website, you got to think about where you'd actually use those keywords uh, obviously in the title, in the copy itself, and then behind images. And then if you're using uh, WordPress, you might use Yoast or um, rank math. If you're on Wix, you might have like the Wix SEO wizard and for that, it gives you the option to put in those keywords into the wizards. So it does it all for you. You just open up the wizard, you type in um, engagement photographer in the Ealing or in Chiswick and it will then tell Google that that's what your page is about. Uh, Next week we're doing a WordPress 101 and we're going to look at how you can incorporate your social media into your keywords. So if you're writing a post on Facebook, you can actually use that to boost traffic to your site if the keywords are similar to what's on your site. So again, really it's it's about the copy, about creating content that includes the keywords is the core element. Um, I think when anyone thinks of keywords, they think of like Google Ads and, and Google Keyword Planner. And basically you type in a search term at the top and it will give you alternate options. So I, I work a lot with therapists in the health industry. Core of this is actually going to be going for a keyword research tool and showing you how to do it all from start to finish. But that will come in about uh, two minutes. Uh, yeah, so Google Keyword Planner, it's, it's good. It does give you an overview, but it's very targeted on advertising. So you got your costs and your, um, everything here is around, around Google advertising. Um, I wouldn't really recommend it for a small business, only if you're going to do advertising. There's better alternatives. Uh, there's also Google Trends, so this is going to show you um, in your location or for your country uh, how the different search term, how popular they are. So you can see here, digital marketing is actually really low in terms of search. Marketing is a lot more popular. Uh, COVID-19 obviously is popular at the moment due to what's going on. And you can see here, finance, you can see the trends. So people can see that every weekend people search less for finance and then during the week, there's a peak Monday to Friday, you get this huge peak. So you can use Google trends to know the the keywords you should put onto your site and how popular they are kind of month by month. All right. So keyword research. It sounds really confusing. People I mean I, I you could charge a lot of money. I think SEO companies normally charge about two to five hundred pounds a month to do your keyword research and your keywords for you. And that'll be about finding the keywords and then writing the content and then obviously keeping updates on your site. But there's a lot of it you can do for free. Um again, I work with a lot of small businesses and I always want to try and give people the tools to do it for themselves first, and then they can come to me if they have any questions afterwards. Um, So Neil Patel is like a a marketing expert based in America and his whole um, kind of drive is around giving out free content. So he's created a keyword research tool that I love. It's really user-friendly, really quick and easy. Um, But there's just a few things you have to get your head around first. I'm not affiliated to it um, and I'll send you out a link to a guide to go into more detail of how to use this. But basically if, if you're creating your site, you use this keyword research planner and then you just start writing your copy and that's it. You don't have to use Google. You don't have to use any other tools. Just moving the dashboard across. Um, again, you can ignore everything that's on the right hand side. Uh, what you would start by doing is just typing in a keyword on the top left hand corner here in this box. Uh, you would select your location. I'd recommend obviously going for UK unless you're targeting America, China, et cetera. Um, and then it's going to give you all of the possible keywords you could use. Um, so basically from top to bottom, these are the, the options that they recommend. So they give, I say small business, digital marketing, and there's all of these synonyms, all these things that being ranked for. And then the only thing you need to know really is the volume. So how often these searches are appearing, ignore the middle two, and then search engine difficulty is how difficult it is to rank for these. So, in this case, the lower the better. Um, so, you, if you want to be found for uh, photography or content writing, you don't want to be going up against the big competitors. You want to find words that you can actually be found for. So, I suggest maybe 25 and below. So, you can see here these 24, 34. I'd focus on some of these to start with. Um, And again, the CPC and the PD is related to advertising and you can forget that for now. Um, and then we'll go, I'll go into more detail in a second. So there's five types of keywords. So you've got your suggestions. So uh, the ones that they say are similar to your keyword related terms. So if you're looking at, um, marketing, it might be finance or it might be something associated with with your business um, questions. Cause everyone, when someone types in a Google search, they'll say, how do I do SEO? How do I take the perfect photo? Whatever it is. A lot of, a lot of, um, search is around keywords based on questions and then propositions uh, prepositions, Sorry. This is more sales focus. This is more like closing the sale or, um, getting to the last stages of the customer journey. And then finally comparisons like, uh, which mobiles better? Which um, cameras better? These versus top or best? I'm sure a lot of you have seen like YouTube videos of maybe the best laptop to buy or something like that. People would use top laptops or the top ten laptops in the UK, put that on their website, and then you'd find their website because of that. Um, you don't have these are all on the on Neil Patel. You don't have to remember these. I'm just explaining what they are. So if you go back up here. We just move this out of the way. You can see, again, we've got um, the the search term is headphones. It gives you your suggestions, your related, your questions, your closing and your comparisons, which we just went through. And then you've got your volume and your SEO difficulty. And you basically just have to pick the ones that you like the look of the ones that are relevant. So the client, uh, they do like a wireless Bluetooth headset. So I'm I'm trying to find the best keywords to use that aren't too difficult. You can see here 78, 91, they're impossible. It's a case of just finding the ones here that actually end up in green are the best ones to go for related keywords. So you can see here like wired headphones, wireless headphones, the beats headphones. Um, it's just words that are related to your keyword. Then you've got your questions. So like, uh, which headphone for sleeping which headphones are best for ps4 for mobile? This gives you ways to find keywords that actually answer a question and again I'll come back to questions later on because there's a really important uh, aspect you can do to help to answer people's questions Prepositions is kind of like the end of the customer journey looking at um, Just before they're gonna buy the final thing so I in this case, we were looking for noise-cancelling headphones, and that would be one of the, the closing points. And then comparisons. So headphones versus earphones, headphones versus headphones like AirPods. These kind of like uh, again, this is about when the customer's going to buy something, they're going to try and compare things at the last stage. So if, if you imagine that these five at the top showing you how the customer's going to search on Google and the closer to the end you get, the more likely you are to get a sale. So you'd start by saying, um, digital marketing and then you'd say your SEO would be related. Then it would be how to do SEO, how to do SEO from home. Then you would say, um, SEO for a journalist. And then finally you would say, uh, the most affordable SEO for journalists and that would really niche down and it would help users to know exactly what, uh, what your website's about and at, and at the end of the day close with you. So yeah, it looks really daunting, but if you just get that top to bottom and these two here, you can do more than 90% of small businesses. So once you, the important thing is once you click on a link, you can then see the people that rank for that and I'm sure you've all done competitive research looking at your competitors is the the best way of finding out what to do next. So any keyword, click on this orange button here, and it will bring out everyone that's searching in the top 10, 20. It will show you how many visits they've got, how many links they've got to their site, the quality of their domain and how many social shares they've got. So the, uh, we covered this in the last SEO one, but it's about, links to the site, your social shares, it it all builds up the picture of how good your website is. So that's why when when I'm on Facebook or Eventbrite, I'll always link back to my site so that people can start to travel to my site and find out more. And just as as I mentioned on this side, all you have to look at is estimated monthly visits, the higher the better. Links, the backlinks that link to this domain, again, the higher the better. The domain score, is the rating out of 100 Uh, most of you would probably have a domain score of 0 to 10 because above 10 would be quite an established site amazon for example has a domain score of 94 which is just incredible but then you can see like sony skullcandy go a bit lower so you can work out how um how much authority that site has and then finally your social share so how many times this page has been shared socially um so if you're if you're creating a piece of content around your business and then you share it on Facebook and then other people share it as well. Um, it just helps to, to raise the awareness and you'll notice on one second, if I can get to it on the marketing guides after, after I have the introduction, I always have the share with the network just to give people a prompt if they want to share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, WhatsApp, or by email they can. And that helps you to be found that helps to improve your SEO ranking two seconds and so yeah it does if I go back, it does look a bit confusing, um, but really it's a case of just playing picking one keyword finding out similar ones, and then putting those on your site, and then just doing a bit of trial and error. So try for a month, see if your website reach improves, and then go back and tweak some of those keywords. But this will give you a lot more data, a lot more insight than something like Google Keyword Planner. Um, Again, and yeah, you'll learn over time. It probably takes six months to a year to really pick the keywords that are right for you. Um, and, And it's more about just being specific and kind of really being niche about what you offer. Uh, let me just move this out of the way. So for example, for mine, some of the keywords I'm using at the moment are SEO tips for small business, London SEO experts, therapist keyword research. So when, when you're writing your like company mission statement or your plan, you should hopefully know the people you're targeting. So you wanna feature your keywords around those people. And then final thing, <clears throat> if you've got lots of information again, questions is a major part. So you'll see on most major websites, FAQ page, and this is a good opportunity to have all of the questions from Google and answer them clearly and make them related to your company. So whereas you should, and on the pages, focus one keyword or one theme per page. The FAQ page is a way for you to have all your information, all your cards on the table and go into more detail. So you could look at your delivery, your returns, your customer service processes, but then you could also look at um, the way, like tips and advice. So I'm going to do one at the moment on uh, how to, how to set up a website for a small business, how to do your marketing, how to do your SEO. And I'm going to feature that in an FAQ page. And again, you can do some general questions um, and make them SEO focused. Uh, You can also use Neil Patel to find the questions that people aren't asking and use Google Trends to find out exactly what people want to know about. And um, also uh, Quora, Q U O A R A, Um, although it's there's a lot of trash on there, but they also you can see the most popular questions about certain topics. So if you're uh, an estate agent and you want to uh, put up an FAQ page, you can go on there and you can see the kind of questions that potential buyers are asking and create content about that or add that on your FAQ page. And again, it's the only time you can have loads of keywords, loads of information and not be marked down for keyword stuffing, which is basically just using too many and um, filling a page with keywords. The FAQ page is the only time you can actually do that. And the other thing we mentioned was compared to keywords. So uh, for me, I'd look at other uh, digital marketing agencies, look at the keywords that they're using on Neil Patel and then write content about those keywords. That's more detailed and more involved than theirs. So I looked at uh, an agency in Ealing, and they were doing something on SEO and WordPress. So I, w- I went and I wrote a longer piece. I gave more detail, more free information and then created the video and the workbook just to go the extra mile. Uh, The main thing really is to be helpful. So I know that Denise offers these um, networking sessions in the morning and you want to offer free, helpful advice that encourages people to come to your site and to get involved with you. So for every website, pick a single theme for your website. Don't be a jack of all trades. Uh, Pick a niche for each page. So each page on your site should have a certain focus. Look at Google Trends to pick your buzzwords, and then use uh, Neil Patel for your keyword research and create content around your niche keywords. One major thing is to update your content. You'll see um, CNET and Tech Republic, all these big companies, they'll update their content on like a monthly basis. They'll just go in, add a bit more detail, add a few lines to the bottom, and that actually pushes them up the ranking. So if you write something about um, the best um, places to do your headshots. Go back in in six months and change it depending on the season. Add in uh, new venues you've worked with. Again, creating detailed, updated content is king. And yeah, this is quite a lot. So if you do want to uh, like a, to talk with me through it or if you want a copy of this, if you register, you can get this to go through um, later on. And then we've got all the links. So again, you've got your Google Trends, your Neil Patel, and if you want to get go one step further, if you want to take a picture of this, you can go back and have a look at these links. But I'd start with uh, Google Trends and Neil Patel. And then finally, yeah, if you've got any questions, reach out. Um, next week, we're doing one on, on WordPress. So that's going to be about um, how to get your, your WordPress website started, and the kind of basic plugins and basic setup you can do just to create a web website for your business.
1: It's really um, useful, a nice snapshot, Theo. I know for me, um, I want to. I need to put my kind of brochure together in terms of my offering because I know once I put it on the brochure, then that'll help me put it to the website. And I, you know, I advise my clients if you're trying to write the content for your website at the same time as building the website. And mm. it's really, it's, that's, um, that's really hard if you're doing the two at the same time. Mm. Um, well, in my experience and often, um, I find people are thinking they need to get a website.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, yeah, just separating that thinking process from the actual website, I think is really quite invaluable, but anyway, I'm sure you probably have a view or a different perspective on that.
0: But, Did um, you- Yeah. So for me, on the websites that I work with small businesses, we'll create the design, we'll create kind of like the headers, and then they'll slowly start updating the the content.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. A lot of the time, I'll basically do a month of design, and then it's the last kind of day or two they'll actually add all of the proper copy once they've kind of they understand more about what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fine. That
1: people tend to think of the copy last. <laughs> they exactly, think of yeah. the design first and everything else. But really, you should think about your content at the same time and make sure that the design and the words and everything all link together. You know.
0: But it's just—it's common for them to like change their mind or go a slightly different yeah. direction.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because things will by the time you've had the initial conversation, which may be three weeks later or a month later. Yeah. <laughs> the actual thinking about their offering has, has, as you say, has changed and moved. So yeah, I'm trying to get my offer. Not, you know, it can never be a hundred percent because everything's always moving. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a kind of, um, because my website is very out of date. Um, so I use my LinkedIn profile, which is the kind of more up to date positioning on what I do. Um, but yeah, I'm, this has been really useful for me, Theo, um, with some of those kind of con- elements in mind. So when I, uh, have got my kind of, what I call my brochure together in terms of the actual content, hmm. uh, and I'll be able to kind of rework the website for sure. Because they often talk about is it the, f- the wire frames is often a phrase, is that the right?
0: Yeah, phrase? like the skeleton, the wire the, frame, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which is the structure, as I understand yeah, exactly. it. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, exactly. I mean, uh, you can use um, actually Neil Patel, I'll just go to it quickly. They have a content section uh, which will help you to get ideas for when you're not just your home, you're about your services, but when you're adding new content, um, they actually give you guides on what you could be writing about as well. Um, and also, I don't know if you, I've mentioned Elementor Pro to you. Uh, Denise, what um, website builder are you using?
1: I'm WordPress, but I've got a theme on top of it. And I'll, I can't remember off the top of my head what theme that is.
0: Okay, I'd really, if you get a chance, have a look at Elementor is a free plugin for WordPress Okay. Uh, it's really user friendly really nice to update your copy your images and I just found it because it's visual so rather than yeah. going in the back end updating something and then waiting to see what it looks like you get like uh, what you see is what you get aspects
1: yeah yeah
0: um, so yeah definitely if you get 10 minutes just check it out because I find I love it and everyone yeah. I work for,
1: really... the one I've got at the moment is a bit annoying because I can't actually um, change the color of the text for example mm it's like ah. so it's hard to see that there's actually even a link there which is like ah. anyway um yeah so that's yeah really interesting really interesting there will be a whole rework anyway when i get to that point and yeah so we'll happily take advice on recommendations for sure yeah that's really helpful thanks really yeah, yeah. i can understand it <laughs> yeah. I can if, about I something, if i can understand it it must be like... <laughs> To be fair, the context is I have seen uh, – Go- remember Google Garage? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were doing – I went to the Hillingdon Expo probably summer before last. Um, so that's 31st of May area, isn't it, uh, sort of time. And um, they had Google Garage who were doing that, obviously trying to um, get people more familiar with how to use Google. And, they, you know, I've seen a couple of people, different people show the Google Trends thing and how to find the keywords and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think that was a um, – a good presentation keeping it some keeping it simple so yeah well done for that okay there's
0: one <laughs> other little kind of extra thing you can do then um, would one of you mind me using your website as an example
1: oh you do insightful images.co <laughs>
0: yeah and this is basically a, a quick free site audit so it's going to show you um, improvements you can make, keyword ideas, and also, so you can see you got two hundred and thirteen keywords on your site. If you click into that, it got will it. show you currently what you're ranking for. So you can work out if these are what you want to be ranking for. But then what you do is you click on the competitor, you would then uh, see what what content they're writing about and the keywords they're using, and then put that on your site. And then you can you say,
1: actually just one thing there, I'm getting a lot of you know there's spam contacts on that. You know where they. In WordPress mm-hmm. people can spam you with things in Russian or Viagra and all those sorts of you know 5,000 comments that have accumulated so a lot of that is probably bots I think. Uh,
0: what you can do is you can um, set up a CDN using something like uh, Sitegrounds and then you can um, set up a, a recapture you know Google has those Click the images. That yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You can get a recapture version free for free on your uh, WordPress website. It's a plugin. Okay. And that will help to kind of skim out some of those bots. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sorry. What was the website on Neil? Which area of Neil's site was this? Uh oh.
0: Uh, the, the best one that I always go to. Like when I do like a review, I do yeah. site audit. Okay. And okay. I mean, I use a um, ahrefs, but this is like a free quick version. Yeah, and that will show you any SEO improvements you can make, and then the backlinks—the links that you can use to uh, to get more traffic to your site.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you've got obviously keywords, which we've covered. Top pages shows uh, the most popular pages of a competitor's website.
1: Yeah,
0: overview is looking at um, what traffic is going to your site or competitor's site and where it's coming from.
1: Yeah,
0: content uh, keyword ideas, content ideas again. That's looking at how to improve your site by creating more detailed content. Yeah. Um, I actually use it to find, to think of some ideas for new guides I'm going to send out. Yeah. And that's it. And yes, it's it's all free. I mean, he does push you, there is a pricing plan, uh, but for everything you use it for as a small business, you can do it for free. Okay. Did you? uh, Actually,
1: it's going to take ages.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll I'll have to do that later. Sorry, but I would recommend just going there, doing the site audit. And if you guys have any questions, just send me like a screenshot, and I can help you. Yeah. Know which ones to do? The other one that we covered last time, um, not page speed, is just to really get an idea of how fast your site is loading. So go to Google PageSpeed Insights. Just type in your domain, and then it will give you a, a rating, a percentile out of a hundred. So that's really important to know how fast or how slow it's loading. Um, basically if you've got an amazing site, but it's really slow, Google's not going to rank you because they're going to think it's a terrible user experience. So this, even if you're doing all the best content, this can really hurt your site. So you can see here at the 90th percentile on desktop 50 on mobile, and then it shows you exactly how things load on your site. Yeah. So yeah, just Google page Speed Insights for that one. Um, do you have to create, I've got a question from Sana. Just to create a sitemap for your site in order for Google to be able to find your site and crawl for keywords. Sana, uh, next month we're doing one on, um, it's going to be the Google Site Kit. So that's looking at Google Search Console, Google Analytics and Google Webmaster Tools. Um, you do have to create a sitemap and you also have to push your sitemap to Google, Um, but that's gonna be, hold on, uh, Friday the 10th of July at 12 o'clock, we'll go through that in detail. Cool, anything else at all before we close?
1: Um, Possibly the backlinks. I know, I mean, that seems to be almost adding some code in, type, uh, you know, a a link with a bit of code. Well, I just, um,
0: yeah. Uh, it's you? cool. So a backlink is a link is somewhere that links to your site. Yeah.
1: So
0: if you, um if you work with a partner, so I work with like Jeannie and a few local businesses and yeah. they would link to my site and say, Oh Theo design my website or Theo's yeah. event, And that would be a backlink. If you just have a link on Facebook or Google or something, it wouldn't count as a backlink. It would be a non-referring backlink. So these have to be genuine partnerships that you make, not just listing yourself somewhere.
1: So um, I've put, um, I think, I can't remember where, but so on my website I've kind of put people's web link in. Does that have to be anywhere specific,
0: or uh, you'd have to? Um, sorry, which which builder, which uh, theme were you using?
1: I can't. Uh, I can't remember off the top oh. of my head. Um,
0: yeah. basically you have to create the link on a relevant page that make, again, it's all about the user experience. So Google will crawl your site and it's got algorithms yes. and tell if, if you're doing it in a logical way, Yeah. if you say have a list, uh, page for your partners you have yeah. and that you have the link, then it would, uh, it would basically give them a backlink. So it would be the person who's the tra- traffic is directed to who gets the, the rewards
1: Okay. Actually, I think I've said, so like, for example, somebody who's, uh, I, if I've used one of their images on a particular blog, I had um, a photograph that I was using it. And in that date, you know, in the data,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, where you, the fields where you could put the, um,
0: the alt text.
1: text alt text, is yeah, yeah, that's very important. So I put um, I think I put their website, for example, in there. Is that not a logical place to put it? Or?
0: Yeah, no, the, um, no, not in the alt text. The alt text should describe what the image is. Yeah. Okay. So Google basically doesn't see images; it just sees the text. You would underneath the image put caption. Thank you from yes. um, Bedford Festival with a link. But again, that that wouldn't benefit you. That would only benefit them.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And you don't want people necessarily clicking off your site. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs>
0: if You put uh, so a link. You, yeah. When you create a link, uh, you have a new window or same window. So whenever yeah. you add any external link, you'd always put open in new window.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: So um. I should-
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah, I get
0: that. Cool. Thank you. So, so, Theo, thanks very much for your time. Um, I'm going to um, be in touch with you next week as I go down this road of building this website. Um, I haven't really started the process, we're starting it tomorrow. So, um, I'm sure I'm going to have lots of questions and I'll be in touch with you. Sounds great. Thanks for coming, Rowan. Speak to you soon. Take care, mate. Thank you very much. Bye. Have, Bye. have a good
1: afternoon, everyone. Have a good weekends. And speak Happy to you Take care. Thanks Bye. a lot.
2: Thanks you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was really helpful no
0: um,
2: worries. Um, I, I probably um, i I did have a website, but I've kind of let let it lapse and i 've still got the domain um, so i 'm kind of looking at um, trying to get everything back up again um, so i I'll, I'll definitely tune in for the uh, for the next month. Um, uh um mm-hmm. sorry the next month's uh a video oh, that you're going to do that sounds really interesting and I'll also probably send you an email with regards to um building a website as well just to get a bit more information on that please if that's okay that's
0: right. we're doing one on wordpress so you can actually see how I build websites as well if you want
2: yeah I mean um I did actually have a wordpress website that I kind of tried to do myself but it was just so like obviously I don't have any kind of developmental background or anything like that I just found it so confusing it took so much time to kind of do make any changes to the theme um, and the template that I kind of just I am very much focused on the the content on the website and you know maintaining my blog but um, I did not in terms of it wasn't really set up the way I wanted it to be set up and I kind of I think it would be really helpful to have someone who actually knows what they're doing with that regard on that that side of things yeah
0: yeah, and like a free drop-in clinic, and then from there we can discuss what you'd want to do next. Look at yeah. Where how you want it set up and stuff.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, um, so, uh, so uh, uh, did you mention earlier that you did a previous um, guide on WordPress versus Wix? Um, That's something you've done.
0: A, uh, a piece of content. I'm. I will okay. publish it, but I'm wait uh, probably in a few weeks. Okay, um, sure. I'll keep an eye it, out for that. Sure of it is don't use Wix. Just use WordPress. Okay <laughs> there's there's no no reason unless um maybe you know, you're a therapist and you want a a weekend yeah. to create a website on a weekend. Yeah. Uh, Wix is bad for your data storage, for your SEO, uh for user interface. There's okay. no, and it also in the long run it costs about the same.
2: Yeah, yeah, it just seemed a little bit more <clears> easier to use. Uh, I don't know that was just my initial impressions,
0: but um and that's why Elementor Pro has the like the look and feel of Wix, but it's on WordPress. Okay. So for example, I I could build like a base site and then you could then go in and update all the copy, the images, the structure yourself.
2: Oh, that sounds amazing. Because I, I always found that when I was wanted to make to make any change, I always had to add in a plug plugin that would cost more or I'd have to update my subscription or something with the membership plan that I was on and I just felt like it started the cost started escalating. But maybe that was because I didn't know about, about the free free kind of plugins that were available as well. So
0: Yeah, I mean there's a lot I mean well, go, again, go for it in more detail, but there's a lot of pages yeah. which you can get a free alternative.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um,
0: oh, one one big one for SEO is rank math okay yeah and that's like it's better than yours it's probably the best one the best free one on on uh, WordPress.
2: okay great thank you very much uh, drop me an email
0: i'll speak to you soon
2: okay thanks thanks Theo. bye Bye.
0: julie i know that you've been doing a lot of content and probably a lot more keywords than i have any feedback or any ideas
1: i think you're more of an expert on keywords (laughs) than i am but yeah i mean i do generally do what you what you were suggesting is you know look of a topic and then search online to see what comes up and then try and yeah because I, I do have to incorporate keywords in a lot of the stuff that I write you know.
0: I think it's about like really being niche and having a variety like I used yeah. to say just put marketing on and now I'm trying to be a lot yeah. more specific and like location based because do you, you do yeah. mostly like West London businesses or is it kind of across the board?
1: yeah made, yeah local businesses but i've also got a big client in germany <laughs> usually but uh, yeah um well, it's just
0: because um i have i've done a few australia i've never done in ones in other languages and i'm curious no oh, no
1: i don't do it in they uh, they hire me because they they're a global company and they want you know all their communications in english so then he wanted a native uh, English speaker to do it for them. So
0: that's, okay. that's what I do. <laughs> no, worries. Well, yeah. I don't think. Would you be interested in doing a bite-sized guide, like um, a shared one on content? So looking at yeah. how to find good content and just the mm. basics, yeah. kind of like a lead gen exercise.
1: Would mm-hmm. um, be interested.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I know I don't know if you know Caroline, uh, Caroline Roberts. I don't know. Ah, so she she did one on um, how to find content, and then this right. one might be a better on like um, how basically how to write for your business. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Cool, Nisha. Anything before we close?
2: Um, no, I I just actually sent you a message uh, on the um, on the um, on the recording from your last week's presentation. Is that something that you'd be able to share?
0: yeah so uh the, the the highlights and everything is here so if you um put your email in there you'll get it sent to you hold on um, one second sorry
2: where
0: <laughs> uh i'm just sending it in the chat um okay. it's on the website on that page uh but you'll you'll get it like you get the video the audio and then the little presentation sure
2: okay and um also for the um the next um webinar that you'll be conducting can you also send me some details on that as well um, yeah that's
0: uh, wordpress yeah. 101 okay. um if are you on facebook at all i am yes so because to be honest these are just um these are just like a weekly i don't get any money from these i do these kind of for the fun of it on lockdown um sure. so i actually market them on facebook uh on i've sent you that link there Okay. So the first one is to get the guide, and the second one is about future events.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds great.
0: No worries, thanks for coming.
2: Thank you so much, I appreciate it, thank you.
0: Anytime, bye-bye.
2: Keep well, that's it. Cheers. Bye.